Bill O'Reilly here, Friday, October 16th, 2020. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening today in America. The presidential election, less than three weeks away, as you know, ending two full years of speeches, campaign stops, and billions of dollars spent by the two candidates. Joe Biden and Donald Trump running around in the swing states, and both men are saying some pretty provocative things. The president stopping in Florida after testing negative for COVID, telling the crowd, quote, I'm now immune. I feel so powerful. I'll walk into the audience and kiss everyone. Mr. Trump then flew to Pennsylvania, speaking directly to female voters, said the president, quote, do me a favor, suburban women. Would you please like me? I saved your damn neighborhoods, okay? The president referring to his tough stance on crime. He then went on to describe himself as a, quote, perfect physical specimen, unquote. Joe Biden touring the same battleground states, telling senior citizens in Florida that Donald Trump views them as, quote, expendable and forgettable, said Mr. Biden, while he throws super spreader parties at the White House, while Republicans hug each other without concern of the consequences. How many of you have been able to hug your grandkids? the past seven months, unquote. The former vice president also spent a strange day in Ohio where he forgot which state he was in, called Mitt Romney, quote, that Mormon, and told voters he was running for Congress. Quote, Mr. Biden, we have to come together. That's why I'm running as a proud Democrat for the United States Senate, unquote. Mr. Biden did correct himself a short time later. Amid all the personal attacks against the president, Biden still refuses to answer questions on whether he supports adding more seats to the Supreme Court, telling reporters the American people will learn my opinion after Election Day. Despite all that, and despite the new scandal about Hunter Biden, the polls say Mr. Biden is still ahead. But the race is tightening, and the polling in general is corrupt. We'll see about mm, 18 days, right? Who's going to win this election? I can't call it right now. It is simply impossible with all the emotion, COVID, and the hatred. Coming up, listeners sound off. We'll be right back. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings, against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, 
or text GOLD to 65532. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. Listener sound off. We do this every Friday, as you may know. You can write to me directly, bill at billoreilly.com, bill at billoreilly.com. First letter is from Vic in Greensboro, North Carolina. North Carolina, of course, a very key state in the presidential election. Mr. Trump has to win that state. Says Vic, the two biggest lies in the Democratic precincts are that Mr. Trump has never denounced the radical right and that the Republicans are against protecting pre-existing health care conditions. Why don't the Republicans just introduce a bill saying that they will not mess around with pre-existing health care conditions? I have suggested that, Vic, for months, I, even more than a year. I said the Republican Party should come up with its own health care bill, and the pre-existing condition deal should be in the first paragraph. But the party did not follow my advice. Sandra in Beaverton, Oregon, a suburb of Portland. I hope you're safe out there, Sandra. Is white supremacy about financial superiority, power and control, or a better quality of life? Well, white supremacy didn't have anything to do with quality of life. And I don't believe white supremacy is the policy of the United States. The government that demonstrated white supremacy most clearly was South Africa during apartheid. And if you study that, Sandra, you'll see that it's all about money. All right, so whites control the entire economy of South Africa, exploiting the black majority for financial gain. And that is what white supremacy intends to do. All right, give white people all the benefits and minorities nothing. Susan is in Ithaca, New York, upstate. I've heard the Democrats will block the confirmation of Judge Barrett to the Supreme Court. Is that possible? There's so much fake news, I don't know what to think. Susan, at this point, with the polls indicating most Americans approve of Judge Barrett, I don't see a way that senators can block Amy Coney Barrett's confirmation. I don't see a way. So the Republicans still hold a majority in the Senate, and the vote will take place at the end of October, and I think we'll have a new Supreme Court justice. Anything could happen. We live in a crazy country right now, but, you know, I've studied this, and I don't see it. I think she is going to be confirmed at the end of October. Joseph from Lancaster, California. How would the Supreme Court get unpacked if it actually got packed, who and how would that be decided, and who goes and who stays? Joseph, if the Democrats win the presidency, the House, and the Senate, and they decide to pack the Supreme Court, the appointments made will be for life. So it's not like you can remove a Supreme Court justice. So if they say we're going to have 15, that's what you'll have. So the only way to get it back down would be pass another law, and then justices die, and you don't replace them. I'm Bill O'Reilly, and I approve the message by putting it together. I want to hear from you, Bill at BillOReilly.com. And also, please consider my brand new book, Killing Crazy Horse. You will like it. In a moment, something you might not know.
I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Now, the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. Donald Trump stunned Democrats and the media pundits around the world four years ago when he defeated Hillary Clinton with 304 electoral votes. But his come-from-behind win is considered the second biggest upset in political history. Number one dates back to 1948 when Harry Truman defeated Thomas Dewey. Here's the story. Just before Election Day in November 48, pollsters thought Dewey had the U.S. presidency locked up. Every survey showed the Michigan-born Republican easily defeating the incumbent. But as with Donald Trump, they were wrong. Thomas Dewey made his name throughout the 1930s prosecuting the mafia in New York City, his record got him elected as governor of New York in 1942. In 44, he won the Republican nomination but lost to Franklin Roosevelt during the final years of World War II. In 1948, Dewey was again nominated. Truman ascended to the presidency after the death of FDR in April 1945. Truman ordered the atomic bomb dropped and that ended World War II, but the president faced significant problems back home. A stalling economy and labor problems caused the Democrats to lose both houses of Congress in 1946. Harry Truman even faced a presidential primary from members of his own party. He did not seem to be very popular. Dewey thought the White House was his. He launched a lackluster campaign featuring the slogan, the future lies ahead. Uh, yeah. On election day, Harry Truman pulled off the impossible. He received 303 electoral votes to Dewey's 189 and won the popular vote by nearly 4 million ballots. And here's something else you might not know. The famous photo from the Chicago Tribune inaccurately proclaiming the headline, Dewey defeats Truman, wasn't the only newspaper that botched it. A printer strike across the country forced papers to alter some of their editions. So similar headlines appeared in New York City, Boston, L.A., and Miami. Back after this. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to the Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always... Looking out for you.